what time it is. It's time for another thrilling, exciting episode of Geeksters. Steve Carell, Jim Carrey? Yes. Ooh, news article, too, later in the show. I, don't, I know you didn't pull, but I, I got a Jim Carrey story. Okay, good. Okay, but uh, I saw the movie theater. It was kind of funny. Was it? It wasn't like, oh, 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 <laughs> It's definitely a runner, not a buyer. Okay. But if you like Steve Carell, yeah. he's really good in it. And Olivia Wilde's in it, which, oh. Probably why you saw it. One of reasons. And it was also nice to see Jim Carrey in a funny movie. Yeah. Versus the oh, I'm a serious actor or a kids movie. He yeah. was really, really. He was really good in it. Cool. He kind of played like a what's his name, Daniel Blaine, kind of like oh, mind freak. Oh, <laughs> kind of. It was really good. So yeah, I, that's a runner. Runner. Okay. Yes. Cool. cool. Next on our list is uh, Ray Harryhausen special effects titan. It's, it's basically a uh, documentary on all these uh, basically directors. Who talk about him, and, and there's some stuff about him and interviews that through the. Okay, so basically, now that he passed away not too long ago, let's let's push out some shit. That's exactly it. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. Well, you know what? I probably if I if I stumble across this at a store, I would buy it because I'm a huge fan of the Ray Harryhausen era, Jason and the Argonauts, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Those were my movies growing up as a kid. With the stop animation, it was actually the last movie that he did was Clash of the Titans, an 1883 version. Was it 81? 81. What was the early, you know, the, what do you call it? Barry yeah. Hamlin version with Al and the Pegasus and the good used to crack and <laughs> So, yeah. But if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have movies, like I said before, when he passed away, we wouldn't have movies like James and the Giant Peach or Nightmare Before Christmas, that stop animation. While it's been around, he kind of perfected it to where it, it was screen-worthy. Right. You know, yeah, sure, you know, if you look back at it now, you kind of go, eh. But, you know, it's still, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have a lot of special effects. Because, really, he was just basically a clay figure. Kind of move a little bit, take a picture, move a little bit, take a picture. Which is pretty much what computer animation is nowadays. You right. just have a, a skeleton, and you move a little bit, move a little bit, or... And, oh, if it wasn't for him, he's an icon. Yes. So, if... I've, I'm telling you, if I see it in the, in a store, it goes on my shelf. Cool. What else? The next is a Green Lantern animated show. It's Manhunter Manus. Menace, excuse me, uh, that came out. It's a the reason why I picked this is because it's a story arc with Manhunter in it from the Green Lantern. March series. Manhunter, yeah. yeah March Manhunter, and I thought if you know if you're not sure about the show, you know, pick this up. It's pretty inexpensive. You know, try it out. And if you you know if you're, you're unless you're into Green Lantern, you know, pick up the series. On DVD, but well, my question would be: Is is this part of the show? Yeah. Okay, so like, if you were, 
So if you were going to go, oh, I really like the Green Lantern, and I bought the first DVD box set. Of so it was feel like one. you like the Green Lantern, but you don't know if you want to. You never watch the show. Like I never watch the show. Right. But something like this, I pick up just to see what it's like. Since it's inexpensive, if I like it, I might go back and buy the seasons. Gotcha. But, All right. Some some thought to it. So that's our DVD releases of the week. Kind of a late week, I gotta yeah. say. It was was not really a. Uh, yeah, big... I was really uh, really struggling to pick some uh, fix here this week. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens. Yes. Not every not every week's winner. Got it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what else came out? Uh, for the video game front, we have Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. <laughs> That was how the majority I spent my day, Ed. Yes, I went, I got up, very rarely do I get up early for things. Uh-huh. I got up early, went up to the store, was like, yes, I pre ordered my copy of Deadpool. Copies have it. Thank you. Awesome. Went home, plugged it in, and it is everything you expected a Deadpool game to be. For you, gave me that blank look like you have no idea even who Deadpool is. I know who Deadpool is. But you don't know why, what the appeal is for a video game? Yeah, like, I don't know why he would make... make why, he know, why he has his own video game? Yeah. <sighs> because he's the muck with the mouth, man! He's awesome! Basically, okay, he is a Marvel superhero. I mean, if you saw the Wolverine movie. Yeah, X-Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. Right, and that had, you know, Ryan Reynolds playing... Wade Wilson, which is Deadpool. Right. I think perfect casting because Deadpool's a smart ass now and right. he's he's completely batshit crazy. He's got he's a kind of a, a mix of clone genetics. Uh, that's the reason why he's got this ultimate healing factor thanks to Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He's got badass skills and he you know, he just basically can't die. The thing the problem is when they injected him with all the DNA material mm-hmm. He, they, no one knew, but he had cancer, and it was advanced form of cancer. So his body's constantly eating that cancer while trying to repair itself. So it's kind of made him like a little batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the only comic book character that knows that he's in a comic book. Okay. Constantly breaks the fourth wall, where you have the constantly has conversation in his head, and it's obviously word bubbles kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You have the crazy one, the, like the left side and the right side of the brain, kind of mm-hmm. always going at it, and him in the middle telling everybody to shut up. You know, but then every once in a while, he'll, like, turn to the audience and kind of give you, like, a wink and nod, like, oh, I know you're watching me. Like, in the game, it plays just like that. I mean, to a point where he's actually talking to you, and, like, he talks to you more than he does talk to the bad guys, which I find extremely entertaining because he's like, can you kill these guys any better, please? I'm like, I'm trying, trying, DP, trying. It is just a fun game, and right off the bat, cursing, blood, gore, Everything, it's its a, literally a very fun game. If, even if you're not a Deadpool fan, mm-hmm. you should pick up the game because it's a fun game. But if you're a Deadpool, game, if you're a Deadpool fan, you're going to love this game because it's the voice work is the guy who does the voice work for Deadpool in the Marvel vs. Capcom games. It's the same guy. Okay, okay. So it's it's that it's that guy, and but now it's just a lot more of him because it's a game just solely on him. Wow. It was just awesome. But what else came out of it? <laughs> Ride to Hell Retribution came out today. Yeah. Guy comes back from the tour of duty from uh, Vietnam, uh, Jake, Jake Conway, or Conway, excuse me, and he's, his brother gets brutally murdered by a biker gang, so now he wants to get revenge. That's basically the whole premise of that. That's it? Yeah. Okay. I can see why it came out the same day Deadpool came out, because no one cares. <laughs> uh, maybe if I'm wandering through my rental area and I see that game, maybe I'll pick it up. Maybe. Yeah. Too busy, you know, I took my break. I took a break from Skyrim to play Deadpool, so, you know, 
Now I'm on a Deadpool mic. <laughs> so expect me to be just a little bit crazier, crazier than normal. Awesome. Okay. So what do you got for nerd news? Okay. Well, I'm sorry. This is for the week. It, it was, I'm sorry. Is it, is it time for nerd news? It is time for nerd news. Nerd news. What's up, first? First is Iron Man Returns. Downey signs for new two-year deal with Marvel. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. basically after the... RDJ. RDJ. Because we're close. That's right. Keep it close. Anyway, RDJ has, since Iron Man 3 was his last picture technically with the contracts, it was, he's basically up. Right. They have uh, Avengers 2 and 3 coming out continuously in the next 10 years, 5 years. Well, okay, well, yeah, but okay, you have to... You have to reread that title of your news article a lot closer. Yeah, two-year. It's a two-year deal, not a two-movie deal. Right. There's a difference. So you have basically... Well, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's looking at it as a two-movie deal, because basically all he's going to do is reprise his role in Avengers 2 and 3. Right, but Avengers 2 doesn't come out until uh, 2015. Okay, so that's already in two years. Yeah. <laughs> so RDJ is kind of doing the old, all right, you know, maybe I'll make a cameo appearance here, maybe cameo appearance there, you know. Yeah, yeah, you might see him pop up in more. more You'll movies. definitely see him in Avengers 2, no it doubt. And, and Avengers 3, it says. Yeah, maybe. That's, a, that's an assumption. I mean, that, that's you're telling me you're going to get Avengers 2 and Avengers 3 out within, like, the same year? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> He's he's playing, you know, but he's playing the game. He's like, all right, I'll sign on for two more years. I mean, you figure between Avengers two and three, there's probably an Iron Man four in there, probably. Possibly, yeah. You know, so you know, if they need the, the story arc for it, because you have Thor coming out at the end of this year, Captain America next year, yeah. Guardian of the Galaxies next year. Right. Supposedly there's Ant Man. Yeah. But now with the addition of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Added to the team, maybe you don't need Iron Man now. Right. You know, so maybe you know Joss is working out a plan to keep rotating Avengers. Yeah, which is kind of like how it is in the comic book anyway. So I mean, even if Robert Downey Jr. isn't in it, I think he will be. Uh, he'll probably be in two. I'm I'm not doubting that. I, I would be surprised if he's in three. We'll see. You know, especially if they're you know the Joss has got slipping a little bit. Joss has got this a beautiful way. Chas has got this beautiful way of killing off characters when you least expect them. Yeah. So you might, you know, death of Iron Man. Who knows? It's possible. All right. So what else you got? <laughs> next is Microsoft backtracks on Xbox One Out. That's going to be the next story. Yes. Skip that one and go to the next. I think one. you come back to this. one should be the last one. This should be the last one. Okay. Yeah. Next, I will do is little known fact: Shield almost had a very different acronym. Okay. So we right now know Shield stands for what? Ed? Ah, uh, so look at me putting you on the spot. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Does not say. Does not say. Ha ha. Ha 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 You go on the article, I will look up the actual phrasing of what S.H.I.E.L.D. stands for, all right? Okay, apparently in the Marvel Masterworks, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. number two, the splash page was a part of Kirby's original two-page presentation of what ultimately would become Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And basically it says, to all Hydra agents in the field, order triple A priority, trace and kill the man called Death. Death stands for Director of External Atomic Threatened Headquarters. So that's where that comes from. So basically they thought that was too grim of a um, title for a comic book. So they want what Yeah, I would kind of have to go with Death. Uh, you know, I mean, unless it's Lady Death, who's the hottie from the comics, but she can have her own title because she's a hot hottie. Now, 
Shield actually represents. It originally stood for Supreme Headquarters International Espionage Law Enforcement Division. It was changed in 1991 to Strategic Hazard Intervention Espionage Logistics Directorate. Yeah. All right, well. All right. Next on our list is Man of Steel producer Christopher Nolan disagreed with film's controversial ending. Okay, well, now, before we... I read this article, and again, we don't want to get any spoilers because yeah. there are people who have solved to see the movie, believe it or not. Right. So they probably haven't heard our spoilerific, supersized version of the Man of Steel review that yes. we did. So very carefully, can you handle this article without giving any spoilers? Nope. I'm going to do a heavy lifting. Yes. Okay. The controversial ending of Man of Steel that is very left of field as far as Superman's character goes. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, because I actually read this article, believe it or not, yeah. in the beginning, Nolan was like, whoa, 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 I don't think we should do that. Because Zack Snyder and Stephen, Go- Stephen Goyer, I think it is? Yeah. Or, uh, the writer. David or, Goyer. David Goyer. I don't know why Stephen. Stephen maybe it's the David S. Goyer. Mm-hmm. Who's written a bunch of superhero movies. I think he wrote the original Blade screenplay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he does, and also the Batman movies. So they came up with this idea, and they both loved it. But Nolan was like, whoa, 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 let me go make a phone call. Yeah. So he calls up DC, and DC is pretty much like, yeah, sure, go for it. Which, to me, adds more validation to the movie being good, because when you get the creators of DC going, you can do that, it, the fanboys' opinion right. doesn't matter anymore. Because the creators themselves, the people who own the property, went, yeah, sure, go for it. So how do you feel ever being... I, I think of less of DC now that they... they yeah. Ah, it's funny because on the way up here, I was listening to Fat Man on Batman, Kevin Smith's podcast, yeah. and it's him and Ralph Garman talking about the Man of Steel. And Ralph has your opinion on the Man of Steel movie, right? And I, Kevin and I, see more eye to eye than anything else. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, Kev, you tell him. So I'm telling you right now, very rarely do I, do I tell you guys to do this, but. Go find Fat Man on Batman with him. First of all, it's a great podcast. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a great interview. It's, it's always funny and always entertaining. But mm-hmm. they do a great also Dark Knight Rises <laughs> where Ralph hated that movie yeah. and goes through every single point. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but I still think, I think it's kind of ballsy of DC to kind of go, yeah, you know what? It's our character. We kind of like that idea. Go yeah. with it. And again, without giving spoilers, you guys see the movie. All right. So now. Finally. Finally, let's get back to the X-180, <laughs> as I like to call it now. So basically, they had two major features that they're, they're changing. What were those features, Ed? The first feature was online play. You had to check in every 24 hours online to make sure that your system was current and uh, all the games that you legally purchased. Mm-hmm. So they've decided not to do that part anymore. That, that's done. Well, I, I remember the phrase of the head of Microsoft Division basically said, oh, well, if you have a problem with that, we have something for all of you. It's called the Xbox 360. <laughs> and to me, when I saw that article, and I was like, that was pretty much Microsoft going, yeah, fuck you, gamers. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the other one that he changed. And the other, the other part of it was the sharing of games. The fact is, is that they, you're dead, you, once you punch the code, that that code is yours, and you'd have to buy a new code if you borrowed the game from somebody else, or well, you put it in a used game. 
Well, again, I read that article, and it, it's kind of still the standard even today where, like, you, if you buy a game that comes with, like, an activation code, mm-hmm. you do have to, if you do sell it, you have to kind of buy a new code. Because I actually came across that because I had to do it. EA is known for that. I picked up a used game, and it was like, oh, well, you need this new code. And I was like, you sons of bitches. I got to pay extra? Yeah. Damn. Like, So the idea was that with the Xbox One was that when you put that code in, as long as if let's say you and I, you could play my game if you were on my friends list for more than 30 days. Right. So you would have access to be able to play the game over the internet or whatnot. Again, it was very internet heavy. You needed to be attached to the internet. Mm-hmm. And a lot a lot of gamers were like, well, we don't like that because, number one, the checking in process, what if I'm going away for the weekend? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, now my games are invalid? Or what if I'm going overseas? Because they took away the region aspect, too. Like, um, in America, we have a region one for DVDs mm-hmm. and Blu-rays, and in Europe, we have a region two. Right. And they were going to make the Xbox Ones that way, too, because of the Blu-ray player. Right. But then they decided to make it universal. That's another thing that they decided to go away with. That's okay. kind of a little bit more of a, of a kind of a down, down thing. Right. So, right now on the internet, everyone's calling it the Xbox 180. Now, how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, I, I, I think that it's it's great with the power of the players, basically. You know, you, you, you the players said, you know what, I, I want this Xbox, but I don't like these issues. Okay. And they, you know, they griped about it. And they, then Xbox said, you know what, we listen to our customers. And we'll make these changes. Okay, well, but I know you're 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 thinking. No, 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 no. But really, you just said something that that struck that always strikes me is because the the customers yeah. asked for it. What if I told you that preliminary sales, the PS4 was outselling the Xbox One a three to one ratio? I'm not. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, but that you, would that if you were Microsoft, would you change your tune? Yeah. Okay, so not really the customers. It's more of the. You know, oh, we're getting our eyes handed to us by PS4. See, I didn't have that information. I read that uh, yeah. earlier. Yeah. I mean, I, the way I, the way I understood it, reading this article, like I was like, sure. okay, they're they're the customers bitched. They're thinking they're not going to buy it now because of these these limitations. I agree. So we got to fix this. I agree. I mean, I do think that's part of it, but I also realized too, like. But it, to me, like I said, we talked about it before. It's like, okay, you know what, Xbox, that kind of makes, for me personally, mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like you're not standing behind your product. It makes you a weaker company in a way because it's like, you know what, this is what we're doing. You're either on board or you move away. And then by not backing that product mm-hmm. enough, kind of makes you, in my opinion, a weak company. Right. Also, too, <clears throat> the way I see it, the Xboxes are coming out in November. So the changes that they're making is a software issue. It's not really a hardware issue. Right. Who's to say that at another point in time, they can't just reactivate that software aspect? Right. Once they get enough sales in. Right. Once they get their sales in, you know, give it a year or two and go, oh, by the way, people, we sneak in on the, da- on the down low. Now you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Where, it, to me, it's like I'm not buying that Xbox One until I know, number one, there hasn't really any games out there that I'm really itching to buy Right. the system for. Right. So for me, it's like, all right, well, I'll just, I'm paying, playing that waiting game. Mm-hmm. Play it with the PS4. I'm happy with that. I've always been PS guy. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying, I mean, I do own the Xbox 360. It's not like I'm, woo, PS3 all the way. Yeah. But I, I do think, to me personally, I do kind of feel like Microsoft, while it's a double-edged sword, while you're gay, you know what, you buckled under the pressure, but B, you buckled under the pressure. Right. Like, you're not really standing behind what you say. Well, I, I mean, to me, like, um, I, I am more PS3 heavy just because of God of War and a lot of the games are cross-platform, so the games I want to play are on the PS3, so there's nothing really for me to use the Xbox 360, which I do own an Xbox 360 as well, but I don't have many games. I have five titles 
yeah. the Xbox 360. And it's, you know, it's one of those type of things. It's just like, you know, if I decide to trade it in, you know, I'm Works not going to Right, because it's like, you know, but I mean, some of the games I really do enjoy. But then it's like, for me, it's just like, okay, if, my, if Microsoft, this is the way it goes. Like, you have to log in every day. You have to own every game. And I'm a loyal fan. Like, you know what? I'm going to do it because if I'm brand loyal to Xbox, to Microsoft, um, I'll do what they say because the games I want to play are on there. The you know the the I, I use it constantly. If you're a heavy time gamer, and right. you're an Xbox fan, you're gonna do whatever they say because you want to. <laughs> you drink the Kool Aid. You drink the Kool Aid. You're in. You're you're you you don't see anything else. You're just I can... mind is. Your blinders are on, and you're Xbox loyal. I cannot, I cannot disagree with that hundred percent. I can. There's nothing because if you're a fanboy of something, you're going to be a fanboy. I'm that way with actors. I'm that way with TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like once, once you hook me in, I'm hooked. Right. You know, like you can do. I'll find excuses for you. Right. You know, but I think the problem was is that a lot of the Xbox people who were heavy gamers didn't like the way it was going. Yeah. And they jumped ship. They're like, oh, I'm pre-ordering the PS4 because it's a cheaper, better machine. Right. Some people would argue that point, but we went through the on our E3 special yeah. all the finer points, and it really clearly is the PS4 is a slighter superior machine for a hundred bucks less. Yes, but you know, hey, all right, whatever. I mean, right. teach his own. I just kind of find it funny that like all of a sudden, three weeks after E3, maybe not even that, two weeks, two weeks, yeah. two weeks after that, and Microsoft's like, whoa, 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 we're sorry, we'll take it all away. Right. But. If you're taking it away, man, like I said earlier, it just feels like like you're going to be doing like a backdoor insult at some point. Like you're going to sell your product, and then like this time next year, they're going to change their policies where you're going to have to log in. Yeah, and then of course it's going to blow up in their faces because they didn't really test it, and it's you know. But, but that's, that's Microsoft. That's so, Microsoft for yeah. you. But at this point, they already got the people buying it, so they're going to. They, once you, the first taste is free, buddy. Yeah. After that, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And again, you know, with a lot of this stuff is Xbox Gold related, and that's twenty bucks a year. That's two hundred and forty twenty bucks a month, which is two hundred and forty dollars a year, yeah. versus the PS3 network, which is still fifty bucks for a year. But if they do the multiplayer aspect, where you got to pay five bucks a month, it's still cheaper. Yeah. You know, it's just eh, well, again, it's going to be an interesting November. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun November. And we'll be right there with you, folks. We'll probably be selling our one-year anniversary, too. Yeah. Woo! And it will be our, actually, it will be our one-year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it will. That's funny. We'll have to think of something big for it, like extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> extravaganza. Parties and chicks and drugs and hookers and fire trucks. And, and flapjacks. Flapjacks. Okay, I can go for flapjacks. <laughs> Pony rides. We'll give it a clown here to make balloon animals. Face painting. <laughs> Face painting. Like, hey, Red, hi, I'm the look at me, I'm a pirate. Arr! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you actually, uh, we have a new delivery. Yes, as you recall, a few episodes ago, quite a few episodes ago now, I went away for Star Wars Weekend at Disney World in Florida, and one of the opportunities I got to do was to do a carbonite freeze me which was the you know scanning my face in and becoming a, immortalized as an action figure well, I don't actually call it it's more like a plaque yeah <laughs> well you had the option it was either be a, a, a clone trooper or, which had like its own like little stand and you look like you were an action figure yeah and this this the carbon freeze me we're 
literally, I'm looking at it now, folks, and it literally is Ed in Frozen in a block of carbonite. Yes. In the Han Solo pose, except instead of Han Solo's face, it's Ed's face. I, you know, I gotta say, it looks good. Yeah, I guess the hair kind of works. I'm looking at the hair's a little different, but you are making a funny face. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I'm saying it's, it's pretty good likeness. Yeah. You know, got a nice weight to it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, my favorite part is, is relive the classic scene from Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, where Captain Han Solo is frozen in carbonite with the carbon freezing experience. Carbon freezing has been used throughout the Star Wars universe, from shipping cargo across the galaxy to tricking, tricking life scanners to capturing prisoners. Created especially for Disney parks, this three-dimensional eight-inch figurine features your likeness cast in a replica block of carbonite. Make this figurine your favorite wall decoration, just like the gangster job of the hut. May the force be with you. But below that, it says, caution, not a toy. Yeah, it's a record, a decorative item only. I gotta say, I'm, I'm a little jealous. I probably would have done, you know. Only thing, I think the reason why it kind of looks out of, it looks a little weird to me. Yeah. doesn't have your belly. You know, but I, was, I saw that off at work because I, I got it yesterday and I, I brought it to work with me because it was midday and I, I went back to work. I didn't want to leave it here. I was so excited that right. it yeah, me, of course. You know, they were like, did they scan the whole thing? And I'm like, I'm like doing the comparison. I'm like, look at this gut and look at that. You think the gut's there? I don't see no beer belly. I'm like, I'm like no, they put it's Han's body with my head. See, that's the kind of thing. Like, I'm sitting there going, wow, I would have loved to have done that. But by the same token, I'm going... Well, it's gonna be me skinny, like it's like. Well, does, that's why I'm like, okay. Well, kind of looks like yeah. If you know, if you were thinner, and I'm not saying you know, like I'm bigger than you are, yeah. but it's when I say I'm like, all right. So that's what you look. That's what you should strive for. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna be, if you decide to lose weight, go for that look. So people don't go, oh my god, it looks exactly like you. Well, if I'm frozen in carbon, I'll lose the weight because you know. No, because it's shit. It's gonna be <laughs> for me. It'll be like you'll be laying like that, and your hands will be like this big. Hill, you know, people like you won't be able to use it as a dinner table because you'd be like, Here's this hill, mom. Like, we'll <laughs> <laughs> put a coffee cup on your gut. <laughs> Kids will be using it for what he called like a slide when they play on their action figures. I mean, but it's really cool looking. I mean, like I said, if I was there, I would have gone, but then again. Uh, you know, I think the same effect would have happened if you decided to be the uh, stormtrooper. Yeah. Again, no chubby stormtroopers in Star nah, Wars. Nah. Not a single chubby stormtrooper. Nah. I like to see how they would do our heads on on a stormtrooper though, because you know, with our double chins. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they scan the heads in. I mean, I got that nice predominant double, double chin, which is the reason why I don't like being in pictures. Because every time I look at, it, I go, "Look at that fat face. You lose some weight, you fat so." You know. <laughs> And then I'm just, thing, and so, so I'm sitting there just going, wow, how perfect. Just be like that fat job of the hut. Like, you know, hey, look at me, I'm a stormtrooper. <laughs> we're going to get some burgers after this? <laughs> no, we all eat salads here. <laughs> but this Death Star food sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the tie fighter out for uh, Wendy's. I don't want You give me a fat chocolate frosty. That's one chocolate frosty. Roger. <laughs> I mean, it must be nothing but salads and fruit cups and smoothies. All liquid diet. All liquid diet. If they eat anything at all, because they're all clones. Yeah. Uh, must suck to be a stormtrooper. 
Like, all I got to do is stand here and point and shoot things and miss. And they can't even give me a burger? How about a steak? <laughs> Just say it's probably like like the like the Marines or the military, you know, there's a is this drill. Oh, she's a pudgy military guy. You know, yelling at you. You know, you're running enough to do the the full <laughs> armor. You know, sweating your balls off. You know, like. It's white, white swimming. I'm here at Fox Fat. Or better yet, it's like they put the chest plate on us, and there's a guy in the back with the strings, like the old corset, yeah. with the foot in the bag. He's <laughs> walking around all stiff. Oh, I can't get my rifle. None of these guys are bad shots. Everything's so stiff on them. It's like, pew, pew. Aim, aim. I can't get my arm. I'm going up my arms. Okay, fine. Help me. Help me, Obi-Wan. I'm stuck in my suit. <laughs> <laughs> Today you just decide not to wear the chest plate. <laughs> but what's this? Oh, you're not here, Because because uh, I put on some pounds there, Sarge. <laughs> if I could be thin, you could be thin. Uh, Roger. <laughs> if you say so. Is that a joy, Donut? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it looks good though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> we don't do it because obviously you can't really stand it up. But you're gonna hang it on the wall. Yeah, or you can just, stand it up. Yeah, you can. Oh, it stands up. Yeah, I put it up on the thing. I was just afraid because I was gonna do that scene where you know the, <laughs> the little whatever they were, the pig guys, knock it over to fall. Uh, okay. You know, kind of thing, but I'm thinking it's made out of like, it feels like a stone, so I'm thinking a fall and like break it three pieces. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> well, it's a nice little well decoration. You know, you can put it on top of a Christmas tree. It goes falling over one side. I'm upside down. What you do is you can get some like nice little like like little LED lights underneath it, so it kind of like angles up. So it's like you're actually like in Java's palace. <laughs> look, let's see if it melts. Let me get my water. <laughs> no! Oh, I think I broke your finger. <laughs> Disney parks, authentic original. It's from D Tech Me. Yeah, that's their division that does all the scanning. Because apparently they do year round. They do the princesses, so you can girls can have their heads imposed on a their favorite Disney. Well, why do you be sexist? Why can't you guy? I'm allowed to see you dressed like Princess Jasmine. <laughs> Here's the catch, and there's a, apparently I was, so I was reading about this when I was wondering when this was coming in. I kept looking up. Yeah, you were like a little boy at Christmas, going, 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 sitting going. in front of your window, going something. Out there is my first meat body. <laughs> a little mouse across the way is going. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> so I was looking and I saw this article, and they were, you know, and it's year round, but it's only for girls, I think, under the age of 13 that can do it. Why? Because it's so they think it's a little girl's experience, but there's a there's like on the message boards, you know? all these adult women are like, I would love to be you know Cinderella or you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can be Cinderella. 
Jesus! Because Marge, uh, no offense, you look more like, uh, who's the bad octopus lady from, uh, we call it the Little Mermaid? Then Ariel. Ursula, you look more like Ursula than Ariel. What are you saying? A full figure girls can't be princesses? Harold, get me some more fried chicken. I could be a princess. Princess Jasmine. Let me be a princess. Harold, I'm a I'm not, you're right. I'm a queen. You look like a drag queen, that's for sure. Just saying, miss. Maybe the reason why we like to keep it under little girls is because we don't want to hear the phone call going, Ariel's nothing like me. Yeah, because you're 100 pounds heavier than Ariel. That's kind of a given. Like, you're not going to look like a princess when you look like the castle. That's all I'm saying, miss. <laughs> Just saying. Let me put it this way, if, if a prince trying were to ride up, he would confuse you with the dragon. That's all I'm saying, miss. <laughs> Are you insulting me? Not at all, ma'am. Just telling you like it is. Maybe you should move away. Let me just put it this way. Uh, seashell bra is not in your future. Move along. <laughs> your daughter? Fine. She's under 13. She's not yet coming into her womanhood, so I don't go about, you know, scanning her whole body or anything like that. Body issues, just her head. But you, move along. We got a nice job at hut thing if you want to try that. Harold, you hear how he's talking to me? Man, there's no smoking here in the park. You got a problem with that? I'm just saying. This take you and your wide load, you get out. <laughs> Just saying, miss. But it's okay, we go on. They have pictures of the actual princesses, but the. Why's a princess I? <laughs> princesses is, is princesses eyes. Anyway, so you have uh, you have pictures. They, they show the statues, and the, the heads look so small compared to the body because it's the actual size of the princess with this little head right on top, like you know, little kid's head. On top. Oh, so weird. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Why not just do like why not enlarge the head a little bit to make it fit the body? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Harold, but in her case, it'd be the head be a lot smaller. Then it would be yeah, the body be a lot smaller. Why is my head so abnormally small? Well, miss, it's not your head that's small; it's your body that's big. Just put it out there, miss. Maybe you should try our new Disneyland salads. <laughs> you know, you want the D as in diet. <laughs> Just say it, miss. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Found you. I was Excuse me. I like to be Princess Jasmine. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be a princess. Because <laughs> I think there'd be some, that'd be a great gag gift. 
Yeah. Hey, Steve, I got you, you know, an anniversary gift. It's uh, your head on Princess Jasmine's body. <laughs> Look at you. You're touching your boots. <laughs> you make a way better hotter chick than you do with Dave, man. Just say it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, you're stuck in carbonate. <laughs> just that's great. <laughs> Can't play with yourself. You're just gonna just you know, you just gonna stick with yourself. That'd be great too. Look at me play with myself. Pew 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 pew. All right. <laughs> I think we're getting into bad territory here. So we should move on. <sighs> Trying to search me, man. You're trying to hold me back? Yes. <laughs> I got nothing left anyway. But hey, the one thing I want to bring up, up yes. about was Jim Carrey going batshit crazy about Kick-Ass 2. Oh. Have you heard anything about this I one? heard about it, but I didn't read the article yet. article basically says that he wants to distance himself from Kick-Ass 2 because of all the violence that's in the movie. Oh. And the reason why he, he filmed it before the happenings, like, again, I understand his rationale for his, it's basically all the violence in schools lately. Yeah. So he's kind of gotten this whole, like, whoa, 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 trying not go ease up, buddy. Right. You know, I don't really want to be associated with that movie. But the character that he's playing, he doesn't use guns. He's right. kind of like, he's more of a baseball bat kind of guy. But, yeah. but he's still, yeah, like, he, well, he doesn't, he, he really detests violence, the character. Yeah. But he, you know, so he tries to find alternate ways of dealing with crime yeah. kind of thing. It didn't seem like Mark Miller kind of made a comment about it. He's like, look, I, I love the guy. He's totally entitled to doing that. But you did do the movie. If you felt this way before you filmed, we could have found somebody else. I mean, he was great in the movie, apparently. Like, yeah. and and I've seen the pictures of him, and I've seen the trailer. He looks phenomenal as the character. He looks exactly like the character looks like in the comic. Yeah, Captain Stars and Stripes. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, you know what? Let him be crazy. Who cares? You know what? What'll happen is people will go in. It's not going to detract me from seeing the movie because I'm not seeing it because of him. Right. I'm seeing it because of her, you know, Chloe, you know, as Hit Girl. Yeah. Because she's phenomenal. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm seeing the movie. I just felt like people are going to see this movie, they're probably going to like it, and they're going to say what a great job he did, and he's going to look like more of an idiot by him going, we well, did a great job, and now you're going to say, oh, I want nothing to do with that movie? Like, right. man up and say, I'm not taking the role because of the violence, or man up and say, yeah, I did it. It's a role. I'm an actor. It's my right. job. Yeah. But... Speaking of movies and actors, though, I did go see a movie this week. Look at that segue! Whoa! Segue! <laughs> My uh, Sean's movie of the week is uh, World War Z. World War Z. Oh, yes. Brad Pitt movie. Yes. Really, really good movie. Really? I was I was nervous going in. Everyone knows there was production problems. Yeah. They, they had to redo the whole ending. Uh, Brad Pitt actually wound up having to throw his, his own money in to fit, flesh out the... The script and the scening, the scenery and, and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and the movie's PG thirteen, really? which yes, that's surprising, but it works because I gotta be honest, it's not a horror movie. Okay, it's more of an action thriller. There was like a lot of times in the movie, I'm just going, oh my god, 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 oh my god. whoa, like there were some scares in it, but it wasn't overly. I gotta be honest, I don't remember really seeing a lot of blood. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like a horror movie. Now I do know that the movie is really far away from the actual book series because mm-hmm. the books are written in like a journal form, right. and the guy's a journalist, so he's kind of like, oh, June twenty fifth, two thousand thirteen. I went walked here, and this is what I found out. Right. But it was really, really, really well done. It was really a real tense. Like there's a lot of 
tense emotional scenes where you're like, I don't know if he's going to make it. But so I, I highly recommend seeing it. Okay. Because again, it, I know you're not a horror movie fan, right. but I can tell you, I wouldn't call it a horror movie. This kind of more lines of like, like supernatural horror. Yeah, okay. actually, you know, it had like a nice like seven tone. Okay. Well, it wasn't like dark or dingy, but more so like that. There wasn't a lot of gore in seven. Right. But it it still felt like at any minute someone could scare the shit out of you. Yeah. It, that's kind of like the, how the movie was. Okay. And in case anybody doesn't know, Seven is the movie that Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman did back in the 90s. Yeah, but I don't think anybody here, anybody of our listener doesn't, doesn't know who Seven is, just what Seven is, just go write the movie. You'll be thankful. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's right. a good movie. And, you know, so I don't recommend very much those type of movies, but I recommend that one highly. It's a scary pants. Right. He's scared. That's scared it. cat. Yep. <laughs> I deny what you were, yeah. Yeah, so I, I highly recommend that. For Did you see anything this weekend? No, no, I was supposed to see Monsters University, but... Uh, felt through? Scout Julian fell through, and I'll be seeing it this weekend. Okay, well, next week, you'll have to tell us how it was. Yes. And this weekend, I will be seeing Reds 2. Oh, that's coming out this weekend. Yes. Ah, oh, that's another good one. Oh, well, I think it's going to be a good one. I like the original Red with Bruce Willis. And, and they're all back. The cast, yes. Yes, so... And they added Catherine Zeta-Jones in it this time. Really? Yes. He's always added in after that. Well, because you, you, know, you need like a sex appeal yeah. to throw in, but Helen Mirren, yeah, I'm assuming by your actions you haven't seen any trailers. No. Helen Mirren, I never thought I could see a 60-year-old woman kick as much ass ever in, in a movie. She's shooting guns out, like two-fisted guns outside of cars. She's kicking this young guy's ass. Like, she's being interrogated, and this guy's like, oh, and someone says, I've never heard of you, and she beats the shit out of him. She goes, but you're hurting me now. I was like... Oh, <laughs> I was just, I'm like, oh my god, I love her. <laughs> See, I'm gonna be that'll be my movie the review, my re- movie review next week. But on a scale of A to F, yes, <laughs> I'm changing our scale, but yes, no, Sean's scale is letters. You like numbers, I like letters. Uh-huh. I would give it a solid B. B. A B, maybe even a B plus, because it did keep me on my ed- keep me on the edge of my seat. Okay. The ending, I know what the original ending was, uh-huh. and you know, I now I want to see it again because apparently Matthew Fox was in the movie for like a brief second. Yeah. And I missed it because he he appears like in the beginning of the film. Yeah. And there's a subplot with him in it, and it left it more um, like a darker ending where you can be can be sequelized. Yeah. But by the same token, this movie kind of ended with the, the ability to be sequelized as well. Okay. So you might be, like, I'm really hoping the movie does well. As far as, like, so far, I think it's going to make $100 million this weekend. Wow. Which is good, because I was really nervous, because apparently it's supposed to make, like, it's got to clear, like, $400 million to break even, I think. Yeah. So I think it's off to a good start. And it, it actually was really a good movie. It wasn't like, if you're expecting, like, a zombie gore fest, none of that. Really? But it's a very, like, tense action thriller. Okay. With zombies involved. Great. So, Great. Cool. Hey, so I was thinking uh-huh. today, yeah. I'm, you know, listening to the Kevin Smith Man of Steel podcast, right. had me thinking because I know you didn't really like the movie, and I really liked the movie, but I think what it comes down, and a lot of it had to do with character. Yeah. You know, characters, portrayal, and stuff. Right. And I was thinking, it goes back to, I'm going to talk badly about Dark Knight Rises again. Okay. But how, a, how one change in character can ruin a movie. My example... Right. For Dark Knight Rises is Bane, Bane's character. Yeah. In comic books and in the cartoon, he's from Latin American descent. Yeah. You know, he's a wrestler. But what gives him his ability is the Venom. Yes. Which wasn't brought up at all in Dark Knight Rises. Right. 
Okay? But here you have a guy who, in comic books, and everybody knows that Bane broke Bruce Wayne's back. Yeah. And I don't think he would have been able to do it without the Venom. Correct, yeah. Okay, so now you're, as a movie maker, you're sitting there and you're going, okay, we won't Bane him here, Uh but we don't want to put the Venom aspect in. Right. So we got to have... He, but then without the Venom, what is he? Just a strong man. Right. Who beats the shit out of Batman. Yeah. How is that possible? Well, uh, you know, and then they, like, I think that they looked at that and then worked backwards from that. Like, because if you don't have Bane doing Venom, mm-hmm. he becomes a regular guy. Yeah. Well, then how do you make him be able to beat Batman? Well, what if Batman hasn't been Batman for a while? What if he's lost his edge a little bit? He's taken eight years off. So he's not really Batman anymore. He's kind of like... I mean, I, I, my 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 motivation for for Bane for beating Batman in this movie was the fact that he was. It's it's basically what I consider like the call the hunger. You're you're hungry for it, you know, kind of thing. Where he comes from, nothing. He was in a hole. Right. He was a prisoner in a hole, basically. Right. I think he's born. Yeah, he was kind of born. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Story, right? But now, like he his thing was to escape, so he basically wanted to like get out of that hole, and and then it was revenge. You know, it's like the the whole premise of it. So he was really hungry. Like he has nothing to lose. Right. So that's that's to me what the ability of why he beat Batman in the movie. Because he just wanted it more. He wanted it more. You think? Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, though, it, it helped that Bruce Wayne took eight years off <laughs> for his girlfriend. Because I was just kind of thinking, like, because if if they're trying to build it around Bane, mm-hmm. the movie, you kind of have to work. If you're if you're starting with Bane, you have to work around it. And I think that they are able to kind of go like, okay, well, he's just a regular guy who maybe is hungry to beat Batman, but it's Bruce Wayne, it's Batman. He's a guy who's trained his whole life, right? And so is Bane's. Like, it just made me feel like again, I was retrospecting it today, kind of because I was kind of reflecting on how the character of Superman in, in Man of Steel those aspects he didn't like. I was like, well, maybe because they wanted this aspect and they built the movie around that, mm-hmm. which kind of made the story weaker. Yeah, because I felt like Dark Knight Rises was a weak story. It was. I, mean, I think that that what what should have happened to me would have been ridiculous. But think about it this way, and I don't know if this would really pan out. But let's 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 explore it. Let's that explore it. Basically, we all know that Bane breaks Batman's back. Which right. Technically, he did. Sure. You know, he couldn't move. He's bedridden in that. Sure. Until the old man went. Yeah. So the in the comic book series, since B- B- uh, Bruce Wayne's back is broken, they brought a replacement. Right, Azrael. So I was thinking, how about this? You brought in a replacement Batman, and it's because now Gotham's now you know, of course, under siege. Sure, he, nobody can get out, kind of thing. Except for that, you know, the cop who is Blake, yeah, Blake, yeah, right. The so, killer, you gave me that Batman look. Yeah, you know, like, I know you Batman. are, yeah, yeah, that guy. He could be like, like trying to bring hope back to the city. So all of a sudden, like he finds the Batcave or he finds the suit, right? And he puts it on and he ends up becoming Batman and, and helping people, like you know, against the army of uh, of Bane in the in the city. So it's like kind of like. Azrael, in a way, like the replacement, you know. Yeah, they could have done that because that's what I was kind of expecting, and it didn't happen. I'm like, yeah, this is this movie's even more disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. I mean, or at least for a little bit. Yeah. Because you know, it probably would have made, and then Bruce having to come back and try to reclaim the mantle of the bat off of Blake, whatever yeah. dude's name is, the Robin, Robin character. Yeah. Blah blah blah. 
Uh, yeah, maybe, you know, or or have him be in a hospital bed somewhere, bedroom, while he's kind of, like, a la Tim McGinnick's yeah, Batman Beyond, beyond so, like, man, he's yeah. hooked up to a computer, and he's telling me, what's his, the kid to punch left, yeah. dodge right, you know? Sorry. Every time I talk about Batman, I got to do the voice at least once. I'm throwing emo. Emo. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was just wondering. And, oh, now, what do you think about, since we are talking movies, I forget the actress's name, the one who got booted out of being Mary Jane from Spider-Man 2? Yeah. And they, then they replaced, they got another girl in. Yeah, and they're not going to use her. Well, well, the, well, well, anyway. well, yeah, but the thing is, though, the girl actually, I wish I remembered her name, stupid me. Yeah. She had a tweet that she's not Mary Jane in this movie. She's in the movie, but she's not Mary Jane. Right. Because the actress who played Mary Jane in the movie, her stuff got cut and she got let go. I don't know why they let her go. Probably because people didn't think that she wasn't hot Mary Jane enough, I guess. Um, I, on that one. I don't know. I saw her. She was cute, but I, it's hard when you're... It's Again, I think it's like the Wonder Woman effect. Wonder Woman needs to be drop-dead gorgeous and be able to kick ass. Yeah. And I think with Mary Jane, you need the, the hot redhead that you can kind of buy... The party girl that you can kind of buy. First, as, as bitching as people did about Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. I thought she did an okay Mary Jane. Hey, she wasn't like... She was believable as like the high school crush. Mm-hmm. The girl they picked for Mary Jane for this movie, I didn't really buy it. Like, looking at her, I didn't feel like, eh, I could see it, like a 16-year-old kid falling for her. Like, eh. But then they, they replaced her with a blonde. The girl. Really? Yeah, this blonde girl. So I'm thinking she might be Felicia Hardy. Okay. Bring in the black cat. Yeah. But again, I'm just talking out my ass because, uh, you know, you, and you know how much I hate that. But I'm just right. kind of like, eh, you know, maybe. Maybe not, because to try to round out the sinister sticks, because that's kind of like how they're, feels like they're kind of leading up to it. Right. Because they got the, the vulture guy, well, at least his character names in the movie. Yeah. They got Rhino, they got Electro, Doc Ock is probably still out there somewhere. Yeah, right. You know, they're bringing Norman Osborn and Harry Osborn. So, you know, you could have yourself a, a nice little Sinister Six. I'm not really sure if it's really good for a second Spider Man movie because you got to introduce all those characters. Yeah, but, but okay, so the, 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 I think with this, they, they pushed it so fast with this one because they were so tight on the deadline, the original. Amazing Spider-Man. Right. That I think that they're like, at this point, you might as well just go full throttle. Well, see, now, I, again, I was thinking about that, too, and you don't, you've never read the Ultimate line of comics. No. All the characters that are, that they're introducing, except for, the like, Electro, the Vulture, Rhino, even Green Goblin to some extent, Oscorp, and even Spider-Man. Spider-Man got, in, in the new boot-up, the Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he got bit by a spider that was genetically engineered at Oscorp. Well, in the comic book, Oscorp is trying to incorporate the animals into, like, DNA and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So if there's an accident, let's say an accident that unleashes, let's say you have, like, the rhino serum. Right. And you have, like, the vulture serum. And you have all these kind of things. What if all these people are just kind of casually, like, at one spot and a la Daredevil where there's a huge accident. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this guy's rhino, this guy's vulture. You might be able to work that in a little bit. Like, to kind of have all these guys being at the same time, you know, like... Well, I mean, you also got it, too, because you're, you're actually... And I don't know if you are or not, but I, I think you are. And I'm doing it as well. As The fact is, is that a lot of the movies, one villain works. One good guy, one villain. And that's how we always pair it off. Yeah. And then, when, of course, when they did, like, when Batman Returns came, and it was Catwoman, Penguin... And, and Max Shrek, which... And then, right. Yeah, I didn't think... Christopher Walken was great in the movie... Just didn't need him as a character. Character, right. 
So then you have too many characters going on that you had to deal with and it contained too much. And then when they did the third Spider-Man, you had Venom. You had Sandman. You also had Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn. So they had those three characters on top of that. So it was too confusing again because they were trying to put too much into a short amount of time. And it was like, it didn't work. I'm thinking maybe this time they got the formula right because they go, you know what? We're just going to, we're not going to give you like a whole origin story well, that, for each one. Or we might give you a quick five minutes and then, you know, boom, boom, boom. And they, they're off and running. Okay, well, the sinister well now, like, okay, well, now look, look at Batman Forever. Yeah. They had Two-Face and Riddler. They gave Riddler more of a backstory than they did Two-Face. Two-Face yeah. was Two-Face right out the gate. Right, right. You know, they and... They a flashback of his origin that was it. Right. And, you know, and, of course, Bruce was, you know, Michael Keaton was looking all kind of... No, it was uh, Val Kilmer. Right. Looking all, like, broody because he knows that he was kind of responsible, blah, 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 the old acid-in-the-face thing. Right. I was okay with that because he didn't need his backstory. Yeah. I thought... I really felt they dropped the ball with Two-Face in Dark Knight because I really wanted more of him. Yeah. Like, but again, Dark Knight, there you go. Again, you have Joker and you have Two-Face there at the end, the two right. of them. But even then, I'm mixed in this whole mob story because you also had um, Eric Roberts as kind of a bad guy. Yeah. And I mean, if they do it right, I, I again, I since you don't always need an origin story. No. So, especially when it comes to bad guys, just let them be a bad guy. Right. If they do Batman again, and you know they will because they're yeah. they trying to get that whole Justice League thing going. Next time they do a Batman movie, just make him Batman. We don't need an origin story. I think at this point, everybody knows who Batman is. Well, like, just like the whole between the um, the Dark Knight and uh, Batman Begins a Dark Knight, where at the end of it, you know, Scarecrow was the original bad right. guy. And then at the end, when they had the light and Gordon was there, right. he was like, oh, you have a new criminal town. Here's his calling card. And it's the Joker card. Right. It was like, that's perfect because now it's established that Joker, everybody knows who Joker is. There was no really yes. no backstory for him. Like right. he, he just one day and he's telling crazy stories right. of like how he got the scars and you're like, and, well, each one is pretty, you know. And there's also a year between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Right. right. So you know that he's been wreaking havoc for over that year because yeah. they even mentioned it a couple times. So you, you've already established that character. Right. Just by conversation. And when you do see him, he never explains his scars because it's always a different story. Yeah. So it's Saying. So, so it's like for the amazing Spider-Man, I mean, they could do the same thing where it's just like, okay, he's just already established now that he's like a superhero. You know, he's a minor superhero considering, you know, for right. like the whole grand scheme of Marvel superheroes at this point. And yeah. They grow into being the Spider-Man that we know. But the thing is... God, I hope so. so. I mean, because I watch Amazing Spider-Man, but again, okay, how you thought about Man of Steel is how I feel about Amazing Spider-Man. I don't like Amazing Spider-Man. Well, no, you didn't like Amazing Spider-Man, but I liked... I liked Man of Steel, and the only way I could kind of relate to kind of like how I felt like the, the core of the character, yeah. I think they really dropped the ball with, with, with Spider-Man. Yeah, no, no, they, they, they did a horrible job. I'm sorry. But I was okay with the changes for Man of Steel. It's about time to get some balls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Man of Steel, steal balls. Punching shit. Finally. Flying off. I'll save you. Bang, bow, boom, building falls. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> that would have been nice. <laughs> I would have appreciated that made it feel. I'll save you. Bing, pow, oof, building falls. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> 
red jockey shorts. <laughs> I really didn't care about the underwear. I didn't care either. <laughs> you know what? I, I thought about it more and more, and I'm thinking, you know what? He looks ridiculous in those red shorts. <laughs> I mean... Really? And again, you kind of look like a character who is, at this point, this year, he's 75 years old. Nine years old. It, exactly. So the, the standard of 75 years ago versus today, you have to make certain changes. Like, one of the key arguments that they were doing in, in the podcast of Fat Man on Batman was Lois's character. They smartened her up, and they kind of took, since they did take away something, that mm-hmm. kind of, it, it, it smartened her up because back in the 40s when it was, oh, you're, you're a reporter, but you're still a woman, so you're still stupid. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do this, and you're never going to notice, because you're a woman. You know, blah, blah, blah. See? You know? But now today, it doesn't work, because women are way smarter than guys. <laughs> they don't know shit like that. <laughs> Guys wouldn't even realize they're doing it. And they right. Women pick up on it right away. Exactly. So there's no way that Lois's character, like how she was portrayed in the comic books or even the, the Dick Donner era, yeah. she wouldn't work in this day, this day and age. No. Yeah, which, again, what we talked about, I think we're both okay with the Lois character. I just you thought she was a little mousy. Mousy, right? At the beginning of it, I thought she was fine. She she started off as the character that you know. Right. But then, like I said, there, there was times that I think there were there was different parts of it that she could have done a better job, and it was just basically on script writing. It wasn't really gotcha. her. Right, okay. I mean, I was okay with her as the character. And as the actress. And as and the, right, the actress, she was fine, but the like I said, there's certain scenes, they just could have done a better job with it. I just, I think that, you know, there's certain, there's certain kinda, way, you kinda. have to do like that double-edged sword, because women are, <laughs> women are more, like I said, more complicated than we are. Yep. You know. Men, <laughs> uh, fly, eat, punch, eat. eat. Fornicate, punch, person, building, fall. Credits. Credits. <laughs> Super. Cow smash. <laughs> Let's not go that simple. <laughs> Cow, I'll fly. Go really fast. Me, Bizarro. <laughs> Me, am number one fan. <laughs> That's kind of like how more guys are today than... <laughs> I'll save you, Lois. <laughs> no guy's that articulate. <laughs> you know, big word. <laughs> that seems preposterous, Lois. Well, look at you, Mr. 25 cent word. Did you get that day word? The, the, the word of day calendar? <laughs> preposterous? Your day word of the day? Look at you, Clark, you go. <laughs> Me save you, Lois. Me strong. Me am good for you. <laughs> okay, Copernicus. <laughs> Okay. Here, here's a dictionary. Fud. <laughs> well, thank you, Lois. Now I feel so much better now. I've learned the English language. <laughs> now, excuse me while I fly off. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, there goes Super Dupe. Super duper man. Super duper. Super duper. That's that's her pet name for him. Super duper. What's up, super duper? Hey, baby. What's my baby super duper doing? (laughs) See him flying around. You know, fighting like something. Hold on for a second. 
damn it. <laughs> Pick up eggs and milk. Super doop. Love you. Kissy kissy. <laughs> Super doop. Yeah, that's what she calls me. It's not even a good name. I know. But it's Lois. Let it go. <laughs> you know how she gets. She, okay, Super Duke, let's go back at it. <laughs> Stop calling me that. No, Super Duke. <laughs> Look at that green rock, Super Duke. <sighs> Comes home. Christ, why'd you have to text me? What do you mean? I was fighting Lex and I read Super Duke, and now he's rubbing in. You have to read out loud. Well, you know me, I can't get to it. I'm not smart like that. <laughs> I only learned English language yesterday, thanks to you. And then you push button phones every time. I went through three phones. I kept pushing too hard. I break the phone. <laughs> they don't make a touch screen strong enough. I'm made of steel. I push stuff. Push the brakes. We'll be my channel. Oh, you don't seem to you don't seem to mind me being all rough and bad now, do you? <laughs> That's a different story. You're talking to touch phone. Now go get this red soup dupe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lois. Okay, baby. I'll be right back. <laughs> Comes back. Took you long enough. <laughs> what Mach three? That's not fast enough. <laughs> It'd be great if she was just in a total verbal abusive relationship with her. She was more the abusive <laughs> one. You low good do nothing man of steel. Who are you thinking that man of steel is dead? <laughs> We all know it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> it's not my fault. You may be Superman, but you ain't super there. <laughs> you know that guy, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> oh, he's sexy. And rich. Oh, you get a job. <clears throat> I do have a job. I work with you at the planet. That's not a job. That's a hobby. Your job is flying off to no matter where you go, saving people. How about getting paid for that? <laughs> but, no buts. Get a job. But uh, saving the world's my job. You get paid. Don't come back without a paycheck. Okay, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Super. Thank you for saving. Oh, that'd be twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> he puts a little hat on and goes, <laughs> Okay, uh, threw a card, um, saved you from a fall. Boom, going away for catching people out of midair is uh, $29.95, please, plus tax. Um, carry the one. Um, hey, $50, please. $50? I ain't got $50. Well, sorry. I guess you'll have to pay me later. How much did you make today? Well, I would have made $50, but the guy was broke. What? And don't save them next time. Well, I don't really know how much money they have on them until after I save them. You got to try and Use it. But then he grabs in midair. How much money you got on you? About 20 cents. Let's go. <laughs> Guess looks like these. Now you're going to be saved by Superman. Oh, shit. Fuck you. I swear, Superman just dropped that guy. <laughs> <laughs> S stands for savings. <laughs> See him on TV. If you are in a firefight, call me Superman. The 
S stands for savings. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Call 1-800-SAVINGS-MAN. <laughs> Just yell, I'll hear you. <laughs> Lois comes out, she's got colors in her hair and a big robe. What are you doing, Superman? <laughs> Trying to save people. Get paid! <laughs> Whack! <laughs> a bunch of... She hits him with a frying pan. They had a bunch of series of frying pans throughout the week with just his face printed on him. <laughs> Whack! Wake up! Go to work! <laughs> baby, I, I got little kryptonite poison. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch! <laughs> Only man I know is a friend of a rock. <laughs> Look, is it a ruby? Is it an emerald? Oh, but it's kryptonite. Oh, you never know. If you weak <laughs> My mother was right. You are no do nothing, lazy son of a bitch. I want kids. <laughs> but but you know what? Well, whoa, I hear all. Maybe we get that wonder little girl. <laughs> You're faster than a speeding boy. <laughs> <laughs> faster than a speeding bullet. That's what I tell you. a good thing. Faster than a speeding bullet. It's like, baby, take, I'm done. What about me? What about Lois? What about Lois? You know how unsatisfied I am as a woman? Well, you're all saving the world. Everyone loves Superman. Everyone loves Superman. Let me tell you something Superman's not in love with. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> no man is still down there. I tell you that much. Not like that Bruce Wayne guy. <laughs> Even Green Lantern. Who is he better in bed than you are? How is he better in bed? He's got a ring that can make anything. Any size. Who? Who the mackerel? All he's got to do is think about it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but baby. <laughs> no baby me. Go out there and get a job. <laughs> I, I saved the world today. Really? Who's paying that bill? I don't see no bill from the world. <laughs> How much do I charge? Charge anything you want, you Superman! Which was that guy? Yeah! You got him on the roof! <laughs> yeah! You are the one in power! You are the man of steel! You go in and you say, I'll stop these guys, but first I need to get paid! <laughs> pay me my money! Well, but baby, what, do I, what if they don't pay? Then you don't see them! <laughs> but, but that. How am I supposed to bring hope to the world? You're not supposed to bring hope to the world. You're supposed to bring a paycheck home to your wife. <laughs> hope ain't putting food on this table. <laughs> but I have a job at the Daily Planet. You don't get paid for that either. I know how much you get paid. You pay the same as I do. And I'm a Pulitzer Prize winner. Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Surprise. I want Pulitzer. <laughs> I make more than you. I'm the breadwinner. I'm the one bringing home the bacon. I'm the one who cooks off in a pan. And then I hit you in the head with that pan. Leave your ass. <laughs> Sitting around. just All you're doing is you look like a dog watching TV. Your head's always moving around. Whoa, did I hear something? Did I hear something? Did I hear something? 
I think someone's in danger. Who? Sometimes I don't even think you pay attention. I don't think you pay attention to me now. What? <laughs> Sorry, there's over in Europe, there's terrorists. That's in Europe. We are the metropolis. Screw those people. But I'm supposed to save everybody. We're all the same. No, we're not. First person you got to take care of is me. <laughs> that relationship would never last. <laughs> never last. Superman would be like, oh, why me? Why her? I said, Lois. Man, and, and it's not like you can like break up with her either. You have to kill her. <laughs> just while she's asleep. <laughs> you would just be like, you know, Lois, I think we should break up. Why? Because you're a little demanding. Oh, it just put food on the table demanding? What kind of demands are you used to? Well, the demands I'm used to is usually, hey, I hope there's a building falling down. I got to save people. That's the demands of me. <laughs> I don't care. If I'm falling from a building, that's one thing. If Joe Schmo is falling from the building, I don't care. He ain't bringing home your bacon. Yeah, he ain't paying your bills. Cables do. Because <laughs> that, that spaceship don't take cable. You got that shit wired in. <laughs> And then the excuses I have to give. Like, yeah, pay no attention to this spaceship. It's our house. It's modern. It's just modern. modern. We modernize the house. We live in Antarctica. And it's modern. We keep a polar bear for a pet. Pay no mind to any of that. Just, can I get HBO? I need to see True Blood. <laughs> Dexter's coming up. Give me showtime. Well, yeah, Superman, why don't you? You can get a cable for free. You can get satellites for free. Fly up, adjust the satellite, <laughs> win. <laughs> All of North America is not getting satellite because yeah, Lois is. Fortress Society is getting because Lois wants it. Yep. I can't. Yo, Superman is danger. Sorry, I can't. Why? I gotta go to in laws. <laughs> Batman's like, even Aquaman's like, dude, come on, you know, at least let's me go out and do shit. <laughs> sure, Papa, man, why don't you go talk to fish? Pfft, okay, whatever. Why don't you go home to Lois? Lois! Honey, what's wrong? Aquaman's making fun of me. Oh, like, he want to talk. Talking to fish. <laughs> But I, I can't, can't. The Justice League called. They got a world to save. Can I go? No. Not until you do the dishes. <laughs> Take your time. Ride and put away. Take your time, too, because last time I saw spots. None of this quick shit. <laughs> last time you broke three dishes. Yeah. You need super speed. Stop hanging out with that Wonder Woman. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne, he's a bad influence on you. But how? He's telling me something. No, he's not. So he's out partying all night long. He's not partying. He's Batman. Oh, that's what he's calling himself now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But any man who hangs around that many young kids, you do not need to be associated with. <laughs> but baby, that's Robin and Batgirl, and I don't care. Well, just because he wears a mask and she wears tights, that makes it okay? It's a level of freakiness. You, you need to so disassociate yourself with that man. But baby, he's a hero. 
I don't see no hero. He hangs out with kids in the darkest places. And did you see some of the freaks he hangs out with? That Joker guy? Come on. At least you, at least you got a businessman. You know, guy in a suit and tie. He's your biggest threat. And you can't take him out. Look, oh, look, a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about? I don't know. At least I feel back. No, I'm busting on Superman. So I feel like you know, the whole Man of Steel thing is like, okay, good movie and that, but now I'm back to bitching about Superman. He's a wuss. <laughs> Big cow, boom. My pick me up some Malcolm Lamb. Clang. Big metal pot in the back of the head. Baby, you hit me in the head. I'll hit you upside the head again. If you, next time, I want scrambled eggs. Not poached. <laughs> I think I'm going to we should call tonight. Yes. So, if you want to contact Sean with anything we talked about or anything you want to bring up, contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to talk to Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And if you've ever held a flashlight in your hand and made it sound like a lightsaber, you might be a geekster. <laughs>